the Ministry Moment podcast. My name is Brianna Beers, and today we are welcoming to the studio Dr. Kristen DeWitt. Dr. DeWitt is a professor of psychology here at Cedarville, and today she's here to talk through the difficult topic of how to biblically respond to depression. The Bible talks a lot about having joy in the Lord. The Psalms are full of verses expressing joy in the Lord, both in the high mountaintops and dark valleys of life. Joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5, a characteristic of Christ that his work manifests in our lives as a mark of his grace. Nehemiah in chapter 8 encourages the people of Israel, reminding them that the joy of the Lord is their strength. James exhorts his readers to consider it all joy when they face trials of various kinds. And Paul in Philippians 4 commands his readers to rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Over and over, we see the pattern of rejoicing in the presence of the Lord, regardless of life's circumstances around us. However, what do we do when joy just doesn't seem possible? Specifically, what do we do when the thing that is inhibiting our joy is no external circumstance or temporary situation, but a long-lasting internal force that our willpower is incapable of overcoming? That's what Dr. DeWitt is here to discuss with us today. Dr. DeWitt, thank you for joining me here today. It's my pleasure. So the Bible talks a lot about joy. Is it okay for a Christian to be sad? Oh, certainly Christians experience sadness. There are things that occur in our life that cause sadness, for sure. Um, If you're referring to sadness as in depression, I think that the Lord can use sadness to draw us to himself. I thought of a few ways that this could occur. Sadness forces us to depend on Christ even more than when we're not sad. It, like, brings us to our knees. And um, just to be more attentive to his voice and Um, thirsty for Christ. Um, Oftentimes people get trapped in their darkness and they feel like they're so lost and empty and yet Psalm 73 26 says as a deer pants for flowing streams so pants my soul for you O Lord. And I think sometimes when people are experiencing sadness their heart just cries out for God and so it causes us to depend on Christ. I think that that can be a good thing. Secondly, I think that sadness gives us opportunity to experience humility. Um, Depression has a way of humbling us like nothing else. Um, And it's hard to feel that you've arrived and you're all that um, when you're depressed. And so um, he gives us grace, just like we need water. He gives us grace um, in our times of humility. But I also think, thirdly, that sadness is God's way of strengthening us. Um, When we are weak, then he is strong. So when a Christian falls into a pit of despair, which does occur, it's a time to learn to look up, to seek the light, to cry out for deliverance. It's a struggle. I realize that. It's a struggle that many people face. Um, And that's okay. God is at work and we can trust him. Hmm. Amen. Uh, How should Christians navigating depression deal with biblical commands to rejoice? That's a really good question, because I think right off the bat of Philippians 4, 4, that says, rejoice in the Lord always. And those five little words um, are a good reminder that um, God can give us internal joy, even though our external circumstances may not be that joyous or bring feelings of happiness. Um, The command to rejoice always is not a command to be a cold-hearted robot and just pretend that your pain isn't real. Um, 
I don't think that God cruelly says to us, oh, put a smile on your face, no matter what the pain is in your heart. Um, but rather, Philippians 4, 4 reminds me that no matter what is happening around me, I can still have immense joy because God, not my circumstances, is the source of my joy. So if we can keep that in mind, that he is the source of our joy, not our circumstances, that helps us realize to rejoice in him is the important thing, not rejoicing in the circumstances per se. Yeah. So what about, so you talked about how we would have um, joy regardless of our external circumstances. Uh, what about when we aren't feeling, we aren't having that experience of joy and it's not even because our circumstances are bad. What about in depression? Oftentimes that's when everything in life externally seems to be going well. Um, but you still feel this, this weight and this, this sadness that seems impossible to overcome. And it's not because of anything outside of you. It seems to be coming from within you. And that's often the case when people are feeling depressed. Often the case is it's this internal darkness and it may not be circumstantial. So that's a, a very good question um, to realize that this internal pain can be going on despite great things going on outwardly or somebody can put on a happy face. Um, but I believe that even though it's an internal struggle that they're feeling, um, that there's spiritual work to be done. Do I believe that it's always a spiritual problem or is sin always the cause of it? Not necessarily. Sometimes it is. Sometimes we need to look, take a long, hard look internally and our walk with the Lord and see if there are things that we need to confess or lean into the Lord more. But um, also there can be biological reasons for depression. Um, the body and mind, God created the body and mind to work together. And um, yes, sometimes our thinking is skewed. Sometimes spiritually we're not on track, but sometimes those neurons in our brain aren't firing correctly and those neurotransmitters just aren't working accurately and that can cause feelings of depression as well. And so when those neurons are misfiring, um, a medical doctor might prescribe medication. And I think that medication can bring relief, but no matter if it's an outward circumstance that's causing depression, whether it's this inward feeling of deep sadness or whether the cause is biological, I still think it's a platform for God to work in our lives. And so no matter the cause, God can use it to grow us spiritually and to encourage us and to draw toward him, to lean into him. And I just love that he just wraps his loving arms around us during those difficult times. And um, like a father wraps his arms around a child who's hurting, God does the same for us. And so Spiritual growth can occur during times of depression, no matter what the cause. Hmm. Yeah, because I think I think we easily tend to talk about, oh, we're supposed to rejoice regardless of our circumstances. And something that I've struggled with when thinking about depression is that it's not a circumstance that needs to be overcome. It's mm -hmm. something like inside that's really hard to deal with. Do you have advice for those who might be listening now who are facing the challenge of depression? Run to Christ. I think that's the best medication, if you will, to run to Christ, because he's the one that gives us hope, and he's the one that gives us comfort. 
but not only run to Christ, talk with friends. It's good to not isolate yourself. Sometimes when people are depressed, they tend to want to isolate. And rather than isolate, here on campus, we have such built-in community. Take advantage of it and um, lean on a friend who is trustworthy and who will pray for you and encourage you the best that they can and be in the word. Um, I think that's a spiritual discipline that is so important every day, but especially when you're depressed, it's very difficult to want to be in the Word. People can be in such a dark spot that they don't even think to go to God's Word, or sometimes they're so depressed it feels like too big of an effort, and yet the Word is truth, and um, Christ can use His Word to encourage us, to direct us, um, and yet also, as we're in the Word, um, we're speaking truth to ourselves. As, as we meditate on God's Word, as we memorize God's Word, it's speaking truth to ourselves, and that's what we need, whether it's depression, anxiety, whatever issue we're dealing with. We need to speak truth to ourselves through Scripture and speak truth to one another. Hmm. How does someone know when it's at a point where they need to seek medical help? I think that if somebody is experiencing depression to the point of just not finding any results from the other things that we've previously talked about, um, it's good to seek out biblical counseling and perhaps together then with a biblical counselor determining maybe it's time to see a medical doctor and determine if medication is the route to go. With most of my clients, um, medication is the last resort, but it is a resort and it's a good option. And, and medication brings relief. And sometimes people need that relief to get some of the spiritual work done. So I think if they feel like, if a person feels like they're at their, the end of their rope, they don't know where, where else to turn, but they have not sought out medical help yet and tried medication, it would be time to do that. How can we as the body of Christ better support and encourage those among us who are facing depression? I think that's a really good question because sometimes we are so uncomfortable around other people who are depressed. It makes people around them feel uncomfortable. But the neat thing is oftentimes all you have to do is be present. When a person is in that dark spot, when they're in that dark cave, if you will, um, it's good to know that a friend is going to constantly be there. So it may not be what you say, but that you're just willing to be present. Be silent if necessary. Weep with them if that's what's best. Pray with them. Read scripture. Even if it's reading scripture out loud and, and they're curled up in a ball, you're still speaking truth. So just be present. But I think secondly, being persistent. If you know somebody is depressed stay on them um, and keep after them as to how can you be a help to them and check in and see how they're doing. But I think a question that sometimes people tend to ask, well-meaning question, but probably not the best question is why? Hmm. Why are you depressed? Most people who are depressed, they don't know why they're depressed. This feeling has just come over them and they don't really know why. Um, and so 
probably try to avoid the question why, but be persistent. Um, try to understand that darkness, that lethargy, that hopelessness, that loneliness that they're going through. Um, be with them through the dark times and be there when they come out on the other side. Um, it can sometimes be difficult to be a friend to someone who is depressed. And yet, if you can be that friend who is present and who is persistent, um, it's one of the kindest, noblest, best things you can ever do for a friend. So be present, be persistent, and then lastly, and probably most importantly, be prayerful. Pray for them, pray with them, pray psalms out loud, read psalms out loud, and pray those, and always point them to Christ. I get a little nervous when people look to me to prop them up. I can prop them up in prayer, but I want them their eyes to be pointed at Christ, not me. And I would think that most people as friends want to do the same thing, to point them to Christ uh, and not themselves. So be present, be persistent, and be prayerful. Mm, that's awesome. Dr. DeWitt, thank you for joining us today. It was my pleasure. Thank you.